there be a board or some pieces or something to Jenga? No, no, this is a role-playing game. It takes place entirely in our collective imagination. Ooh. Welcome to Earbuds and Earworms. I'm Amy, and I'm joined this week by... Dakota. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How Who? are you? I'm good. Who are you? I'm your husband. Are you sure? Yep. I've never seen you before in my life. How'd you get in my house? Front door. <laughs> Did you have a key? Yeah. <laughs> You're silly. I'm making you do this, aren't I? Yeah, it's okay, though. <laughs> Um, what's the theme for this week? Um, games. Well, eh, loosely. It's a loose game? Well, I think it was just a loose gaming, but I think that mostly went into video games. Yeah, we left it kind of open. Kind of open, and I think that was kind of the point. As long as you can, like, you know, have something to do with games in your song, I'm sure that's fine. (laughs) So, um... Now, tell me why game music is important to you. It's just, um, you know, it's kind of like cinematic music in a way. Because it's there to add to a, uh, the game you're playing. Just like in cinema, there's music to add to the atmosphere of the movie. So it's similar in that regard. And it's just something that hasn't been on your show yet. So, <laughs> And it's kind of like its own thing, too. Like, there's, there's a huge difference between them because I was listening to some of the game music I wanted to use and I was like wow this is totally awful music but yeah, it does take me directly back to whichever thing I was doing yeah and it's not music that people listen to in the car typically but it is music people recognize well you, you probably listen to it in the car I'm pretty sure the theme song to Super Mario Brothers is universally recognized more than whatever current pop song is like number one in the United States. I'm not even sure which one is number one right now. Well, Depends on which Billboard or Billboard or Top 40 or but whatever. is everybody listening to that song all the time? <laughs> no. But as soon as you said Super Mario Brothers, did people start playing the song in their head? I don't know. Maybe. Definitely. It's like if you talk about Bohemian Rhapsody, it immediately starts going in your head. Galileo. <laughs> You're just going to look at me. Yeah. I mean, you got, you're right. <laughs> it is your theme. What song did you bring? Um, I brought Hopes and Dreams from Undertale. Undertale is um, an indie game that 
you can buy and play on Steam, if you guys are familiar with PC gaming at all. And it's like, it's kind of like a throwback to 16-bit games. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't want to go into like the whole story and everything because <laughs> it's kind of long. And but you're also long, pretty passionate about this game. Long story short, it's a game about determination. <laughs> and and I failed at it because I got like third level. No, I didn't. Did I get past the first level? Yeah. I did? Mm-hmm. Okay, but then I gave up. You can't lose the first <laughs> level because, uh, and this isn't spoiling much, but like the the creature taking care of you doesn't want you to die, so she won't kill you. <laughs> you can't lose. <laughs> but I still quit shortly thereafter. Yeah, you still, you still quit. <laughs> it's a really sweet game, though, and I, I like this song because it's nostalgic in that it sounds like an older game, and... The whole soundtrack is pretty much like that, but it it has this bit of nostalgia, even though it's a brand new or somewhat brand new game. It's like maybe two years old, mm-hmm. and I think that it actually captures a lot of the joy of gameplay that you had as a kid, especially with like Super Nintendo and Sega and all of that, and I guess PC games, but I never played many uh, first generation or second generation PC games. Like I didn't even play Pong. Well, yeah, the, the game and the song in particular is um, basically the, the climax of the game um, where you're fighting the final boss. And, well, there, there are a lot of bosses that you think are the final boss. And it's like this layers and layers of bosses, like <laughs> like an onion, sort of. An onion? Is there an onion boss? <laughs> uh, no, but there's like a plant boss. <laughs> anyway, the reason why the song is stuck with me for so long is because the game does a weird thing where it starts to antagonize the actual player playing the game. Like it kind of breaks the fourth wall. Mm -hmm. Like you see people do in movies or cartoons where they like look at the screen and address the audience directly. And it does that and it kind of makes an emotional connection. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's just a really epic song and kind of it's there to, you know, encourage the player to keep on going, keep fighting this boss that is, He's like telling you that you're never gonna win, and you like like you you die so many times, you die <laughs> over and over and over again, and you there's like no chance of winning. Like you're you're like is he's immensely powerful, and you have like nothing, Aww. except like the hopes and dreams of your friends whose soul he has That's captured. That's so of, sad. You know. <laughs> well, I went with a completely goofy song, <laughs> which is. From Krusty's Super Fun House, and it's just the area selection music. so many memories with this song and it's clowny and it's kind of dumb and I love it but it every single time I hear it it reminds me of like the hours and hours and hours I used to play this puzzle game and I don't even know how popular this game was because I just don't know I mean you're the first person I'd met outside of my family that played the game yeah <clears throat> I, I rented it a few times uh in my hometown 
Because back then, that's what you did. You yeah. rented games. You didn't always buy them. I felt. I feel fancy now. We owned it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I usually would sample a game before I bought it. No, I saw a clown on it, and I was like, "Ooh, the Simpsons, like, Simpsons are so edgy. Yeah. I want to play this game." We did have Bart's Nightmare, though. That's a different story. Yeah, I I've never played. Is that a game? Yeah, it's a Simpsons game. Was it Super Nintendo? It was. I've never played it. It's pretty cool. Was it a puzzle game? No, it's like, it's like um, you're Bart and you're in a dream world and you have to like go into his dreams and conquer them, and they're like they're like kind of multi games in each one okay. or uh, mini games rather, and it's it's hard but it's a lot of fun too. It's See, cool. I never beat Krusty's Super Fun House, but I played the heck out of it. Did you ever beat it? Um. No, I just remember leading mice into a, like a death razor or a death <laughs> D- laser. Different de- death traps. There's like the one that squishes them. There's the one that blasts oh, yeah, right. them. There's one, I think one that incinerates them. It's kind of a violent game if you really think about it. Yeah, you're right. There are <laughs> multiple ways for rats to die. I, but are they rats or mice? I think they're rats because, you know, a rat is just more um, villainous. But mouse. they're such cute rat mice creatures. Rodents. Yes. <laughs> and the, then whenever they die, they go squeaky. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm messed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some cool, like, Simpsons jokes and gags in there, too. Lots of donut references. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Things the kids would get. So, <laughs> your, um, your theme actually proved to be extremely popular with the ear buddies. Mm-hmm. It's like you somehow knew that games would be popular. And so our first ear buddy is Hector bringing a non-video game song. It's Lady Gaga's Poker Face. about a card game it's about poker but poker with muffins no you know what she's referring to with the muffin right yeah muffins like blueberry muffins pretty sure she makes a visual gesture <laughs> actually in the video she was hiding a it. she was hiding a muffin in her pants <laughs> song's cool it's one of my favorites of hers actually i um, love lady gaga I'm, you know i've listened to all the new stuff just because i live with you <laughs> and it's it's pretty much you know ubiquitous whenever she releases a new album you're going to hear a lot of stuff from it but i've always just kind of liked the older things yeah the older songs that's a good one it was like america's introduction to lady gaga mm-hmm. and um bow tie hair but i love this song probably because it was one of the first lady gaga songs and muffins are it's delicious cool. and poker which i'm terrible at playing poker it's got some poker references in it um it's a pretty cool song with muffins 
<laughs> okay, another song we have here is by Kevin. Uh, he submitted Stephen Lynch, D and D. See, you're in mortal danger. I'm a first-class ranger who's half gargoyle and half elf. And if that doesn't scare you, maybe I should be wary of what lurks within my gaming shell. Next to my junior high annual lies my monster manual and my customized dungeon master screen. I've got treasures and traps on my graph paper maps next to my three-inch solid pewter figurines. So if you think you've got the balls, bring on your dungeon master calls. I'll be protected by my robe of destruction. And I will leave you both in tears because I'm the dungeon master here. And you too are in need of some instruction. Warriors who terrify. It's DMT. Virgins till the He says, think I got you on this one. Bonus, it's a favor of the D&D playing Farewells. Not Dottie, of course. She's too cool. So we got 12-sided die, warlock jokes. And I think it's a, a straightforward goof song, but I love it. And also, we all know that D&D guys are not virgins, really. Not anymore. Yeah, um... Just, just really being a nerd nowadays, or like embracing your nerddom, seems to be the end thing. It is. So, yeah. do you know that you're gonna be super popular? Oh, are not. you a nerd? You know, it's it's kind of like asking, "Oh, are you popular?" <laughs> you don't really. It's not a question that you really answer. It's for something um, for other people to answer, really. So you know that you're popular. I'm not popular. I are don't know sure? that. It's not a question I can answer. <laughs> Are you a nerd? I don't even want to answer that one. <laughs> That's not because it's like you just you do things and you just go with whatever uh, you're interested in or what motivates you, and then you just let people label you if you want. I don't label myself. Can I? If get, you want to label me as a nerd? That's fine. Can I, I put care. like a little label on your shirt? Sure. Whenever you go to the Magic the Gathering drafts, you can wear the nerd tag nerd yeah yeah <laughs> um let's see this this song is it's it's funny uh it's Stephen lynch so it's gonna be some sort of humor mixed in there i don't does he ever do serious songs I, I i don't know i've heard a lot of his stuff but like all of it's kind of it's it's comedic really okay um but yeah lots of D D imagery you know going in the bomb's basement with the uh, mountain dew and uh, black lights <laughs> yeah. Funyuns and stuff, yeah, black lights. I kind of want Funyuns, but uh, it's it's a good song. It's funny. I'm not sure how this is a farewell unless they just skip to the end where they're like they talk about dying. Why are you talking about the farewells? Yeah, that's Kevin's last name. Oh, playing. <laughs> hold on, playing farewell. Oh, of the well, D <laughs> of the D and D playing farewells. 
Okay. So it's not a farewell song. No. Like, you're dead. Here's your outro. No. It's like, this is a song that only these. Unless Kevin is like always saying farewell to people, along with everyone in the family. Well, I mean, people die in D&D. It happens, so. Yeah. But it's also super popular now that like Stranger Things is popular. Yeah. But Stranger Things, you know, Stranger Things is like hitting that nostalgia bone that we have of um like stand by me and you know Stephen it King. yeah um you know that that's really that's really their angle there and i think they even admit that in some oh, yeah. interviews i mean they did a really great job of it but yeah the D thing too was big in the, in the 80s and yeah it was definitely an end thing now which we have if it played. wasn't before i don't know <laughs> maybe, maybe i'm just out of the loop wait you're not one of the cool kids typically stay out of the loop always <laughs> So we did have uh, Chris and Jan suggested the same song, which is Backstreet Boys, Quit Playing Games With My Heart. This song, uh, I remember as a child, I don't know, maybe like eight years old. Is that about the right time frame, maybe? No, like, 10. Oh, well, maybe 10, maybe? yeah, okay. Backstreet Boys were big, like 12 through 15, and we're about, I mean, we're the same age, so. Yeah. Um, I remember the lyrics, and I remember changing all of the lyrics with hearts, or heart, quit playing gives my heart to fart, because... You're a child. I had a lesson boy for you. <laughs> and singing them out loud and annoying my sister, which is what brothers do. Yes. That's so mean. I'm glad I'm now, I was more of an NSYNC fan, so I didn't get tortured with quit playing games with my farts. Thank goodness. But there were lots of NSYNC raider jokes and just other awful jokes. NSYNC Boys are terrible. NSYNC raider, like as in a garbage disposal, oh, NSYNC raider yeah. is a... a particular brand. brand yeah okay yeah i got tortured that's not as it's not know, as <laughs> it's, it's a thinking so... man's like joke yeah that's i don't get it though <laughs> garbage disposal and i want to put your in sync in the in sinkerator okay it it was a reach see and that's how good in sync was but a fart joke is classic fart jokes are classic like, i love fart jokes it's like low-hanging fruit <laughs> <laughs> if you're thinking about making a joke out of that song. Low-hanging farts. But, uh, yeah, quit playing games with my heart. So, of course, you got uh, some guy being tortured, I'm sure. <laughs> well, this, like is the, um, this is the guy being tortured by Lady Gaga. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see. She's playing games. Well, she's playing the best game, really. <laughs> Poker? 
with muffins? She is playing a game that you can't win <laughs> because you don't know what her intentions are. And then he doesn't know what her intentions are. He His heart's being it, all squished around. Right. It's being pulled left and right. As it, I wish they were contemporaries. It would have made much more sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, the next song is from Zachary, who gives us... Oh, I can't say this one. How do you say it? Oh, Katamari Donacy? And it's Katamari on the Rocks. Said, if this doesn't get you in the mood to get the ball rolling, I don't know what will. Pun intended. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> to the people who have never played Katamari Damacy, um, like me, <laughs> you. Long story short, you roll up. You have a ball and you roll up things and you start really small, like on a countertop, rolling up pins and stuff. Eventually, you work your way up to rolling up like cars and elephants and cities and clouds and, and the earth, universe, the earth and planets and everything. <laughs> but um, this, this is such a weird game. It looks insane. But the music for the game is perfect. It's like perfectly weird for this. It's a weird game, and the music is like fun, just like the game. Yeah. And whimsical. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like Jazzy? a beat. It's aloof, sort of. It, it's kind of like got rainbows, though. Yeah. There's a lot of rainbows in the game, too. Something like sinister about it. It's And like there's like a little, like a drumming going on in the song. And it makes, it kind of reminds me of the Prince of the Cosmos, who's the main character. <laughs> his little feet running around, pushing the ball. And his little hands moving. Yeah. He's got little tiny hands. He's so cute. I need to play this game so badly. It this... was a really big deal when, when it came out uh, in 2007? I was maybe? in college. I was mostly in my yeah, dorm room focused on sewing things and building things. I think I'm in the ballpark. Maybe it came out a little sooner than that. I don't know. It's adorable, though. It's a, it's a, it's a great it's game. It's weird, too. It's got weird imagery and it's adorable. But the song is adorable. Yeah. I like song's it. great. Jason H. brings us Del the Funky Homo Sapien Protoculture featuring Chaos Unique. Magnus. I play games by Capcom with a power glove strapped on on any platform. I don't spin my dough on that far. Video games, I got many to play before my life expires and fill my desires. Mastering your hardest ball, shattering our stars across. Ain't hard to cross the finish line, floating on Daytona. West gets a corner. I get them all at cost. RPG platform, we transform like Matt Cross. Rival schools, live school, purchase you are to it. Came with one free CD, it's like I bought two. I hope they make part two for Dreamcast. Cause games I've seen in bags, you won't believe they had. Getting callous. 
Genesis, turning over asteroids, graviton bombs destroyed, getting moms annoyed. Now I'm hacking nightmare creatures, features flat across the screen, get more clean each year. I remember my homie and coach had the most, a Coleco vision. Every week I visit player dog, he called Junior Venture, rock and roll games I thought was dope, but my moms was watching soaps. I'm on the next level, I got a double barrel shotgun in the doom world, waiting on the next devil. Armor's low, check the arsenal, rupture, the main conductor, playing disruptor. He says, predicts and makes all of video game nerdcore obsolete all at once. Um, Jason is uh, tuned in to music on a level that I'm not. <laughs> but I know nerdcore does exist. I just don't really pay attention to any of it. You don't. You pay attention to MC Chris, certainly. Not really. I mean, like, do I go out and listen to him on my, on my own free will? No. Do I force you to? Well, yeah, if it's playing, I'll listen to it. I can't really <laughs> stop you from doing that. Um, so I've never heard the song before. It's it's uh, really cool. Um, there are a lot of... There's a lot of name dropping for games and for consoles from ColecoVision all the way to the Dreamcast oh, or the PlayStation 1, which might... I don't know which one. I can't remember which one came first, but... I think those are the most like advanced consoles of the time that yeah. the song came out, and um, never played a ColecoVision because that's like way before my time. <laughs> it's like 1980, like early 80s. I want to say like 82, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't remember ever seeing it. Um, but uh, they did mention Ninja Gaiden, and I was like, oh my god, I played that game so many times <laughs> as a kid, and that game is so hard. It is unbelievably hard and i don't know why they thought <laughs> making games that hard back then was like fun or i don't, I don't know wait does this one have that what's that incredibly hard game takamoto's challenge oh um i think that came on the super famicon which okay. was only released in japan okay so nearly um, impossible game but these guys talk about consoles and stuff like like they're going overseas to get to get the shit you can't get normally <laughs> yeah like, if you listen to the lyrics, so these guys have the same kind of rapping formula that you hear rappers use today where it's like they're boasting about how awesome they are. They're <laughs> talking about all the expensive shit they buy, but it's like they're buying these crazy games you probably never heard of uh, and consoles, and so that's what they're spending all their money on. <laughs> and then um, they're beating Ninja Gaiden, which is so hard. <laughs> And, you know, if, if you were playing this game for real on the console, like like in real life, that is a that is torturous. Have you ever tried? I mean, you, play, you played it. I Did played you ever it. win? No. I got to the second level, and I never got any farther than that. Like, never. Wow. And the best part about that game, though, if you can't beat it, is the opening credits. Um, I, think it, I think it was this Ninja Gaiden game, because there's sequels. Mm-hmm. But there's like two ninjas that meet each other like in a field and they're dueling. They're like running towards each other. It's like the coolest cutscene. I think that's in the original Ninja Gaiden, but I'm not positive. And I jump in the air and you see like a sword flash. <laughs> and then like they both fall at the same time. It's like a cliche kind of now, I think. It's like a trope. And then like one in the background just falls over. Anyway. So the very first part, you can't beat the game. You're just going to watch that first part multiple times. Oh yeah, I think and that maybe that was in Ninja Gaiden two. I don't remember, but um, uh, I did play that game, and the song reminded me of that. And it's like 
All right, I get what the song. I get what they're saying. You know, they're I like, just I just feel like this is like the thesis statement for Nintendo Power Magazine starting up. Right. Yeah, it's like this was the most game. They song actually mentioned ever. Nintendo Power. Too, I know multiple song. times. I was just like, because back then you didn't have the internet. Like you had to get if you wanted to get the walkthroughs, you had to buy them. Yes. Or you had to make your own because I, I knew people who would write down. Like, they would make their own journals. On their legal pads. Yeah, of how to beat the game. And they put it right next to the Nintendo. Yeah. So it's like, okay, well, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. And now, YouTube. Right. It's like, I get stuck on a puzzle game. YouTube. Just go to GameFAQs or whatever, (laughs) you know, thousands of websites that have information on how to beat the game. (laughs) And it's like, like if you're going to brag about, you know, how many games you've played, all these consoles you have, how good you are, this is the song you would use. Right. So, yeah, this is the song this like the you way throw you down. Tell it. Yeah. yeah. This is you like would... the throw down song, like I am so good at this. Right. This is how you express that. And but then you'd like throw in a lyric about not using the walkthroughs. Yeah, I mean really if you want to take it to the next it's level. Like, I make the walkthroughs. Right, exactly. <laughs> I feel like that would be it. It's like I make the walkthroughs. Like Nintendo Power asks me how to beat the game. Square Enix asks me how to beat Final Fantasy 3 or whatever. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a good example of that. But I just you feel know, like you Nerd the... got all over everything over here. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> so our final Ear Buddy selection is from Soren, and it's the Halo theme song. epic yeah uh it's um when because you played it for me and you're like guess what song this is earlier and (laughs) um you guessed a lot of yeah you're like i know this song i was like shotgunning all (laughs) these games that i I was thinking of that might have some kind of like orchestral uh thing going on and i and i missed halo pretty far but i know you played it like so much when it came out right oh yeah man back then all right so first person shooters you had well for me goldeneye i was like goldeneye <laughs> okay that was like the one everyone played they all, they all had their 64s and they all shared one screen and you're like stop looking at my screen it's like why <laughs> oh man it was insane because then you would be like well i was the person in the corner that would like get stuck and not be able to turn around like that's I w- just sad <laughs> not good at that game shouldn't be that hard <laughs> it shouldn't be um, with when i when i was playing tekken out i always played the velociraptor because i was just like wild card and then i'd die <laughs> just button mash yeah. your way to victory yeah. yeah um 
Goldeneye, if you picked Oddjob, do you remember that guy? Mm-hmm. Did you unlock him? Yeah. He is like half the size of every character. <laughs> so he's impossible win. to hit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so you had that. And then I'm just going to fast forward a little bit because you got Quake and I think you've got like Perfect Dark and a few others. And then you got Halo, which, you know, then I remember we had a party at my friend's house where everyone brought their consoles mm-hmm. and we had we had team matches where we had like, you know, two people on this side, two people on this side with their own separate screens. And it was like, that was close to a LAN party as I ever got. <laughs> a what party? LAN party. What's that? That's where you get guys <laughs> together. They'd bring their computers and they would hook up to like a local area connection <laughs> or, or whatever. But they would all they would all hook up their computers to play a multiplayer game. But they'd be like in the same room okay. with their own screens. Is this before they could talk to each other on microphones? This is bef- this is when dial-up was around, and it's like you couldn't really game online with dial-up. So you all Not- had to all use the same thing? So yeah, at least you could go at the same speed? Hook your p- computers up together. Oh, then- a land. Okay, because it's yeah, a landline. Land mm-hmm. All right, I get it now. Yeah. I've never heard of this before in my life. And, um, yeah, and uh, but that's all... And Halo, so Halo, everybody could kind of connect, like, and play. Yeah. Wait, oh, you were out in the country. Mm -hmm. That's why you had landlines. Okay, I get it. Because I was thinking, I was like, I'm pretty sure I had DSL by this point when Halo got big. Well, I think think even out in my house I grew up in, there's still only dial-up internet. Still? Yeah. To this day? It's 2017, yeah. Exactly. It's awful. Um, wow. But yeah, back then that was like groundbreaking. And a multiplayer game like that, you know, with but even four people was like the best thing ever. Blown. Yeah. It's like mind blown. Mind blown. And then exactly. the music is just so, it's just so epic. Oh yeah, the music is like just, just like I was saying earlier about it being orchestral and instrumental. It's supposed to like create an atmosphere in the game create a world yeah right help help bring you in like get you immersed into the what's whatever's going on whatever the game is and that one definitely does a good job and it's also a really interesting song too it's kind of catchy if you can label (laughs) an orchestral song being catchy it's got this cool yeah i totally could sing this in the shower (laughs) (laughs) totally just wake up in the morning with this in my head like oh damn it hello hilarious um it reminded me a lot of shadow of the colossus which i want to like mention it's like an honorable mention to this style of video game music that game is completely silent there is no talking except maybe some like mumbling uh uh, language that isn't english or anything and but they have music but the music is so good in the game it's like a third of the game It really is. It it does such a good job of just adding so much to the game. And if you've never played Shadow of the Colossus, it's I think it's a PlayStation Two game, super cheap. And it they just there's this huge world that you explore, and um, it's just vast and massive. And there's this huge Colossus that you have to kill and. The music just makes it so much more epic. I it just love like that your gla—you just like shoved your glasses up on your face, though. <laughs> it just takes it like over the top. Yeah, it's great. I feel like I should play it, but also the Colossus looks adorable, from what I could tell. Yeah, there's some you don't really want to. You don't want to hug. 
they're not really there to well i'm not going to talk about the game <laughs> because it's going to spoil things if you've never played it so well thank you dakota for letting me round you up for the podcast because i think you're awesome i like you thanks for showing up thanks for having me <laughs> you're like the biggest get in podcasting i had your voice for like five minutes last october and now i have you again so now you've gotten as close as uh as you can to me squeeing about you know <laughs> things i'm interested in so yeah i'm no longer the silent you know brooding guy you had in the halloween episode however many was it what was last year was it last year yeah okay. it was like episode four yeah so now we're at 58 so it's nice to get you back on the show dakota yep and um, so if you want to contact the show, please get a hold of us on Twitter at ENDPod and me at Madam Woolite. Dakota, you got a Twitter? I don't. Well, <laughs> I do, but I've, I don't even have to log in anymore. <laughs> it's just there. Exists. It's probably even... gone now. No, they keep those things around forever. Okay, well. um, you can always add to the playlist at fa- – uh, you can always add to our weekly playlist on Facebook – at the Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. And, of course, you should check out all the game songs. There's tons of them. Um, there's The Gambler as well. And I guess we skewed way more towards video games, but there were a few poker, like, references. And, you know, I think some more boy bands got involved. Um, call the voicemail line if you want to leave a voicemail at 731-400-BUDS or... Seven three one four zero zero two eight three seven, which is the same number but without the letters. Sometimes it's easier. Uh, you can always send an email to at endpod at gmail dot com, and we can always be found at endpod dot com, part of the ten seven ten network. Now for the final song, as you mentioned earlier, Super Mario Brothers. It's the theme song. And Jan also suggested it. And pretty much, if you're going to have, like, mostly video games, you kind of have to have it. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, thanks. I mean, like, everyone knows the song, so. It's just the perfect one. Yep. Thanks so much for being on the show, Dakota. Thanks for having me. You should come over to the house more often. <laughs> I'll be downstairs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, if, well, if you guys need to reach me, by the way, I'll be downstairs in the house. So <laughs> that's how you can reach me. Contact Amy, and then she'll talk to me. I'll holler down there, the stairs. Don't email me. Don't try to find me online. Don't even try to spell his name. You're not going to want to anyway. I'm just saying if you do, for whoever <laughs> out there wants to try, just don't try. <laughs> can I Facebook friend you, Dakota? Yeah, we're Facebook friends. Happy friendiversary. Happy friendiversary. <laughs> Thanks so much.
think I edit that out.